Hello. It's Nia and Trent from the Trident Network's Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested best pasta shape bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may, may the, the thing with, with the, the most votes win. Oh my god, hi. Welcome back to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from their perspective of adults. Um, today we're talking Pinocchio, P to the I to the N to the O, um, the second animated feature film from the House of Mouse. Now, let me look up my details on Pinocchio. Um, Pinocchio released in ooh, 1940, y'all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, released in 1940, Pinocchio is a classic, and we had a lot of fun reviewing this film. I am joined by Daniela Aguilar and Andrew Lemna, two, two good, good friends that I see here all the time, and we had a lot of fun uh, talking about this old little film. So, as, as per usual, as we always say, these discussions are for adults, so leave the kiddies at home. And without further ado, here we... Go. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. We're talking about Pinocchio this morning, which in full disclosure, we all literally just watched. I started mine at like 9.30 this morning, yep. maybe nine. Um, I feel like that was the same for both of you. So we're fresh, fresh off the heels of this film. Um. And this season, and I don't know if I told you this because I keep forgetting to do this in all my emails, but the theme of this season are the classics. So all of these old school, like beginner Disney films. Um, have, first of all, let's start. Had either of you seen this before I made you watch it for this podcast? I did, but I was afraid of this movie as a child. Oh. And it had been so long. Well, it had just, it had been so long. And like, as like throughout various plot points, I'd be like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember being terrified of this as yeah. a child. So yes, I have. Yeah. How about you, Andrew? I had not seen it. And it was one of those things where I was familiar overall. But once the movie started going, I realized there's no way I would have ever seen this because more of this would have stuck with me over time. So this was a fresh watch for me. Well, I mean, I was, I also watched this a lot when I was a kid. This was when I was like four or five, this was one of the only VHSs we owned. So I'd fall asleep watching this a lot. So I'm really familiar with like the first 10 to 20 minutes. But then there's a lot of stuff that I had truly no recollection of. I had, I didn't remember the ears at all that he turns into like a half donkey. I didn't remember how much um, Jiminy Cricket is in this thing, but like has, it plays no role really. Um, and then what did you think rewatching it now? What were your this, takeaways? Or how did movie, you feel, I guess? Yeah. This movie is dark. This is a yeah. dark it's wild. film. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely wild. <laughs> Same for you, Andrew? Yeah, I the whole time I was just thinking about like how this would not be a movie made today, like in any capacity. And like how just it, it was it was bad vibes. Like Daniela said as we were watching, like this is not a fun movie for children to watch. This is yeah, it's not scary. a romp. Yeah. No, it's... no, yeah, yeah. We're not having a good time. No. <laughs> it's traumatic event after traumatic event. Um, yeah, I was watching it and I couldn't first of all, these I mean, storytelling has changed. These classic movies are, in my opinion, so fucking boring. I was so bored the whole time. I felt so bad that I made you watch it. I was sitting there like, oh my God, are they doing this? I was like literally laying in bed like, can I skip this? Can I skip this? And the one time I looked away, which was the only time anything exciting happened, like I looked away right when essentially Pinocchio gets into the whale 
And I was like, I'm going to check my Instagram this morning. And then I turned back and there was like a, a water fight happening. And yeah, but I was so, it is dark and it is weird. And, and parts of it are like a little too scary. Um, Pleasure but, Island, excuse yes, me. Yes, I'm sorry. So, okay, so that's the thing. It's like, I used to watch this all the time, I guess. And I had no idea there's like a, like what seems to be a symbolic like child sex trafficking okay. storyline. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally several. I turned to Andrew and we were watching. I said, okay, this is a film about child trafficking. Like, yeah. This is literally a film. It's insane. It's okay. Insane. The original Taken Absolutely. is happening right in front of us. Truly. <laughs> oh, God. And it was so weird. And we'll get into it in more detail. But it was so weird that out of nowhere, it, this guy and the man looked like the devil. The coachman looked, it was, I, it's so disgusting. But then I guess they just were turned into donkeys instead. Yeah, I feel like that was a weird, like, and there was a little <laughs> bit on the nose when they said, what am I, a jackass? And then they start turning into it, but I don't know. Also, we were loving, like, the whole part about, like, if you choose to become an actor, like, your life will absolutely implode. And that's the worst choice you can make is to think that acting is an option for you. Like, stay in school, kids. No matter what, don't become an actor. Also, yeah. the, the iconic throwaway joke where he's like, what's an actor need a conscious for anyway? And I was like, ah, T! Like, it was so oh, God. So let's get into the plot. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to be reading this from Wikipedia, and it is a lot for, for, first of all, there are three beats to this film, but there's a long ass plot. Um, somehow a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven paragraph plot. Jimmy Cricket addresses the audience as a narrator to tell a story of a wish coming true. The story takes place in a village in Italy sometime in the late 19th century where he arrived at a shop, at the shop of a wood worker and toy maker named Geppetto who lives with his pets Figaro the kitten and Cleo the goldfish. Geppetto creates a marionette whom he names Pinocchio. Falling asleep Geppetto wishes upon a star that Pinocchio would be a real boy and late that night a blue fairy visits the workshop bringing Pinocchio to life although he remains a puppet. She informs him that if he proves himself to be brave, truthful, and unselfish he'll become a real boy and when Jiminy reveals himself the blue fairy suggests that he be Pinocchio's conscious. So, um, off the bat, love Figaro the cat. Absolutely scene stealing, cute, mischievous, wonderful. Blue fairy, very very pretty. Weird gorgeous. animation where you yeah. can see through her. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool for nineteen forty. Yeah, she's gorgeous. One of the most gorgeous Absolutely women gorgeous. in the film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe the only woman in the film. Yeah, I think that's also hey, a big part of it, too. That is Cleo. That is Cleo the fish erasure. I oh, love yeah. her. Cleo is fully horny, by the way. Cleo is yeah. absolutely horny. She, she's like trying to fuck everyone. I'm obsessed with it. Again, during the movie, I turned to Andrew. I was like, okay, her and her guys. Like, she's an absolute guys girl. <laughs> giving everyone kisses on the mouth before bed. Kisses on the full mouth. And by the way, they pet her in the tank. She's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. And she, and she, like, arches her back. <laughs> so wild. She's wearing lipstick and full mascara. <laughs> I love her. Um, And then, uh, love the Blue Fairy. Love Geppetto. He's very weird and i love his like weird fake italian accent people i didn't love pinocchio <laughs> my guy's not so bright Mm-mm. maybe the dumbest character i've ever seen i know he's only been alive for like 20 minutes but <laughs> maybe i'm being harsh <laughs> your first conversation when he's like trying to go to bed and he's just saying why 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 <laughs> i was just like just because and they yeah. passed. I was like, all right, that does kind of hold up though. If you're like talking to a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids are, the, uh, the, if there's any, this, like, never mind. But <laughs> just never mind. I, it couldn't be me. That's all I'm saying. Nothing wrong with it. Couldn't be me. <laughs> um, but Pinocchio is so aggravating in the first, maybe I was just grumpy because I watched it in the morning, but I was like, get with the program, dude. You just woke up. Let people tell you what's going on. Yeah. Um, how do we feel when we first met Pinocchio? 
Yeah, he's he's a flop. He's the least interesting. I like, Pinocchio is the least interesting character in this movie, which is crazy because it's his movie. Yeah, he absolutely I feel, I feel is. Like, I feel like Shrek did a good job of like really pointing that out that Pinocchio like <laughs> sucks because I feel like that's my only like that's my Pinocchio is the Shrek version of Pinocchio. That's my so Pinocchio. I can, see, I can see why they, that's my Pinocchio. Uh, I can see why they wrote their Pinocchio based off of this Pinocchio. It's very clear where that jump came from. No, yeah. it's true. Yeah, he just, yeah, he's he's boring. He, I'm, yeah, there's so many frustrations. I'm frustrated with him and I'm frustrated with Jiminy Cricket because you've Girl, literally been given one job. You being, and you can't even wake up on time? What the fuck? Late on your first day. Your first yeah. day. Jiminy Cricket is also why I couldn't believe how much he's in this movie because I completely forget him because he's always kind of being like, oh, I need to solve this problem. Well, I guess everybody likes the problem, so I'm going to go away. I mean, if we're talking about horny characters. Yeah. A a puppet bats her eyes. You know, a fish bats her. He's constantly being distracted by hotties. Hotties with bodies everywhere he looks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he can't concentrate on the one job he has, which is to, like, be Pinocchio's conscience, which... It's vague what that means, but I guess... But I would say, your, I guess your number one job would be to make sure this child does not get trafficked. And he yeah. fails at that twice. Twice. <laughs> also, by the way, love, love, love that Geppetto says, you're alive, day two, school. Day two, yeah. we're working on a, that education immediately. I, it was so fun. I was like, I guess, yeah, that would, I guess that makes sense. But also, like, when I watch these things that are from, like, the 30s and the 40s, I'm like, is this how people behaved? Is Or is this, like, really idealistic and, like, a time before movies reflected life and they were, like, almost storytelling, like, mythology or, or like, a motif that's, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how much of this is real life where people are kind of just like, well, tomorrow's a big day, kid. <laughs> like... So weird. The choices made n- no sense. No, but he was he was adamant. He's like, you're going, you're getting your education. <laughs> Here's a book with a belt around it. <laughs> I loved that. Me I love I spent so much time thinking, okay, do you hold the strap that's not bound with a book? It's a great idea to have a belt because then you can add more books. Genius. I love it. <laughs> a book said ABC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is a whole book. Before you learn how to read, this is the book we give you. ABC, babe. Oh, so then the next morning, on his way to school, Pinocchio is led astray by con artist Fox, Honest John, and sidekick Gideon the Cat, who I don't think knows how to speak. Honest John convinces him to join Stromboli's puppet show, despite Jiminy's objections. Pinocchio becomes Stromboli's star attraction, but when he tries to go home, Stromboli locks him in a cage and leaves the door, or leaves to tour the world with Pinocchio. After Jiminy unsuccessfully frees his friend, the blue fairy appears and an anxious Pinocchio lies about what happened. And his nose grows longer and longer. The blue fairy restores the nose and frees him and Pinocchio promises to make amends, but warns him that uh, she can no longer help him. She's like, you're out of strikes. When I was a kid, it made a lot of sense that he was lying because he was he was nervous. I didn't pick up on it this time. I was just like, why are you saying this? Like, what what's prompting you to make these fabrications right now? Um, I don't know if you guys felt that way, but I, whenever he just started lying, I was just like, oh, uh, for out the gate for no reason. We're absolutely being untruthful. I felt the same way. I felt like it didn't really make sense and it didn't align with his character up to that point to suddenly like switch, like flip a switch and then become self-conscious and aware. And maybe it's just the horny thing again, where he's just trying to impress her. Cause yeah. we're all horny in this movie. And that's yeah. like the big story. Um, I also would love to look up who was the voice actor for Stromboli. And I would bet a lot of money. He probably is not Italian. <laughs> when he, when he like gets mad and bursts into Italian, that is full gibberish. Yeah. I was like, okay, we are dealing with some pre-World War II tensions here. This is crazy. This is a crazy depiction of an Italian man. Yeah. Um, No, but yeah, Pinocchio fully not blinking, smile on his face, lying through his teeth. I was like, 
who is this kid? Like it, I completely agree. It does. It does not track. But then as a child, I was like, yeah, he's nervous. I also really thought that the nose thing, that is like the defining characteristic of Pinocchio. It happens. It's 45 seconds long. Maybe. And it only grows twice and then birds appear on it. But that's his thing. You think it would be a part of this film. It, yeah, it happens that's, once. That's one. the whole thing with like Pinocchio. The lesson that the big lesson was like, don't lie. But the lesson of the movie is like, stranger danger, don't get trafficked and yeah. don't become an actor. Like that, <laughs> like that is what it's all about. Don't become an actor. It literally is like, don't get, stay in school. Don't you, don't you dare try and get on stage once in your life. Everything you'll, your dad will end up in the belly of a whale. QAnon is pulling all of its insane theories it literally, from this yeah. film. I'm telling you, this movie is pizza gay. It's like there's this a liberal <laughs> elite that is out there tra- trafficking kids <laughs> and turning them into literal donkeys, <laughs> turning them into Democrat donkeys. Like, yes, so liter- literally. Yeah, and also now that you mentioned pre World War II, that definitely tracks because i don't know if you guys caught it i think the animation of this italian character is a little problematic i know that they're all italian because it's technically based in italy but the the fact that they made this this villain's skin darker and that they like gave him this to your point like a gibberish accent was so uncomfortable and also he's like counting all this but it was just very very i was like oh here's where we see a lot of the like mm-hmm. these classic movies are we watched snow white yesterday and or we did a snow white earlier this week and disney is very very <laughs> it's yeah. uncomfortable absolutely um, i mean that whole run when the, when he's on stage and it's all the different like marionette puppets like through all the different cultures it's like whoa we're just kind of going through the globe and just kind of like having some fun <laughs> stereotype moments and for everybody it was wild. Also, his performance. Okay. So I'm saying he was giving you're safe. nothing. Yeah. You're not on the bottom, but you're safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're not lip syncing for your legacy, but absolutely not. <laughs> the judges aren't raving. <laughs> you fucking fell twice. <laughs> like yeah. what are you talking? He, yeah, his face was face was giving nothing. <laughs> Basically, if not, no reveals. The same outfit you walked out, the same outfit you were in the workroom in. Choreo was sloppy, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to see, I did. I will say I lit up whenever the blue fairy came back. I like that she, she is just so cool. And her special effects are really fun. It's just like somebody mm-hmm. overlays a, like a starburst drawing and then everything is fixed. Um and also Geppetto, or not Geppetto, Jiminy Cricket, too many J's and G's. Jiminy Cricket, useless. Yeah. It can do, for a Cricket who can talk and wears a top hat, zero. It can't yeah. uh, pick a lock, you're inside the lock. What are you talking about? And just so like defensive and insecure to you once he's on stage and kind of making <laughs> it. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's a lot of us in Chicago and the improv scene. <laughs> <laughs> So it's so true. He would, yeah. The second Pinocchio, they he's like, they like this. Like he was so pissed. He was so jealous. Yeah. You know when um, you know when someone says like they start shitting on something, or they I'm very guilty of this. They start saying like they don't like something, and then somebody else in the group is like, actually, kind of enjoyed it. And for some reason, you turn into like a monster of d- defending yourself. You, you immediately become like, oh, well, that's not even what I meant. So that's really, you're you're the one who's upset. I'm not even upset. I was just giving my opinion. That's Jimmy Cricket at any given turn. The whole He's, time. Yeah. The whole time. And also like storming away and leaving this child in the grips of like madness. He's been alive for a day and he's performing on stage. He's like, well, I guess that's the way it goes. <laughs> Boy, that, that's what really pissed me off. I was like, why did, again, I understand Jimmy Cricket is a cricket. He's got little, he's got little feet. (laughs) But the way he was, half the movie is shots of him chasing after 
Pinocchio. And I'm like, the blue fairy could not give him roller skates, a bike, and like literally guys, <laughs> nothing, nothing, not wings, not not <laughs> yeah. one. She gave him a new suit, a restrictive suit, and a top hat with tailcoats. Oy. Also, those cuckoo clocks. We skipped over them. Oh, Wild. Yeah. Wild. Like, like what, what you if you like four or five fun cuckoo clocks, like what you choose to do with the little handouts, <laughs> it's like punishing your children. <laughs> I think the one guy was getting drunk, right? Was I oh, I'm sure. Is that what it mm-hmm. was? Was he sipping a bottle? I blacked out when I bird. saw the mom spanking her bare naked ass. bare ass son. <laughs> like oh god. And I also can't help but think, like, who gets to animate that? It's like, okay, you're on the, um, you're going to be spending the next week on the bare ass slides. Yes. The yes. <laughs> and somebody they sourced to specifically really good at, at uh, animating bare asses. So Honest John, and, <laughs> Honest John and Gideon are promised money by a mysterious coachman. Um, oh yeah, because Pinocchio gets loose with Geppetto. They get away from this guy and they're on their way back home. Um, but Honest John and Gideon are promised money by a mysterious coachman. And this is in quotes, Coachman. Mm-mm. It had a link to to go. The mysterious Coachman has his own Wikipedia page. Wait a minute. Away. And it's up. long. Okay, we can't read it. <laughs> I have a third grade reading level. One. I, I, ch- I have chills. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm the Coachman if... is bigger than Pinocchio. It's. <laughs> coming to disney plus a coachman disney plus series (laughs) (laughs) um so honest john and gideon are promised by a mysterious coachman if they find a disobedient boys to bring to him to take to pleasure island yeah that's where i shut down a little bit yeah exactly i was like i i I don't want this i'm kind of done watching the movie (laughs) really (laughs) i was fine (laughs) (laughs) you're like it kind of got good like, are they going to get him? Or are they not? They call it Pleasure Island. Ugh. Oh, and I was, and also his face does that thing where he kind of like turns into the devil when he smiles. I was like, this is foul. And because these movies have been so problematic, these classic ones, I was like, watch Disney make this actually like explicitly about child. <gasps> we paused the movie and I turned to Andrew and I was like, Okay, I'm not even trying to be gross. Like, what could possibly be the implication there? It's like, yeah. literally, it's like, find the naughtiest, most disobedient boys. The boys who won't be missed. Yeah. Like, and excuse me? And then he said when they, like, they'll leave boys and they'll come back men or they won't come back boys. Well, there was some other it, line in there that was like. Well, he's like, what if they come back? And he's like, trust me, they never come back boys. And I was like, what that's is what it happening? Was. Oh. What? It was so gross. It made me so uncomfortable. And also, we're an hour into this movie and we're introducing this. Like, have a through line. Truly. Um, Though Honest John and Gideon are frightened by the coachman's implications, as were we, on what happens to the boys and by possible uh, severe legal consequences that the law finds out, the former convinces Pinocchio to take a vacation on Pleasure Island after his terrible experiences with Stromboli. Which, by the way, like, Pinocchio, get with the program. These guys are bad dudes. Like, at this point, like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on Pinocchio, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, they go on, they're on the way, Pinocchio befriends Lampwick, a delinquent boy, at Pleasure Island without rules or authority to enforce the activities. Pinocchio, Lampwick, and countless other boys soon engage in smoking cigars and cigarettes and gambling and vandalism and getting drunk but acting is something we're all well aware is a dangerous activity (laughs) in this universe um much to jimmy's jimmy's frustration jimmy eventually discovers the curse on the island that turns boys into actual donkeys and the coachman plans to sell them into slave labor in salt mines and circuses so we were expecting one bad thing <laughs> and we, <laughs> we showed up another. to the party and we got something <laughs> equally as bad. 
Um, Pinocchio witnesses Lampwick transforming into a donkey. And with Jiminy's help, Pinocchio escapes partially transformed with only donkey ears and a tail. Though they have to abandon Lampwick and the other boys in the clutches. That was the other thing. They left all these kids. They just yeah. left them. Yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't about, that's a different movie, right? Like saving the rest of those boys is completely, he, no, true. They were both like, that sucks. Also, not two minutes before, Pinocchio with his whole chest was like, Lampwick is my best friend. Yeah. And and then he was like, bye. (laughs) Ooh, gotta go. You look like a donkey. Yeah. He's like, well, not anymore. Yeah. Bye. oh god it was wild i was so creeped out by the coachman um and i was also like i could pleasure island is so big it's like a theme park it looks eerily similar to disneyland Mm -hmm. there were some also fun moments in that so i unironically thought the giant like fight tent was pretty cool like the concept, like you can go in and just whatever happens in there is fine. Like, yeah, let's go beat the shit out of some other kids. I was like, all right, as a kid, that could have been fun for a couple of minutes just to be part of that chaos. Um, but also the little Mona Lisa being vandalized. I mean, talk about foreshadowing the 2022. Yeah. They called it. They mm-hmm. absolutely did. By the way, only uh, only a straight boy growing up would think, <laughs> hey, let's fight. That could be fun. It was like my, literally my worst nightmare. They had that tent. I was like, where am I going to hide? And then they were going over. They went over to like some big, uh, they were vandalizing some big mansion. They're like, nobody hey. lives here anymore. If I were at, if I were on Coach Island or whatever this place is, Pleasure Island, I would fully be like redecorating the mansion. Literally, not to stereotype myself, but I would truly be in there being like, okay, I could turn this into like a cozy den where we hang out and smoke or do whatever. Um the model home that was my yeah that was the one where i was like they're like model home to destroy and i was like wait <laughs> i was like what if we just hung out in it and maybe like took some design inspiration <laughs> or like for but, real but that is that is so that is so funny andrew was, <laughs> that you're like that you're like that tent actually kind of rocks <laughs> like, <laughs> I, mean, I love to throw I, bows with my boys yeah, yeah, like, just for a little bit then you get tired and go Puff on a cig, like a big cigar. But, you, know, you see, that's where we all come out. together as the cigar. Yeah, and that's town. where we all felt that we all want to be just scratch up a pool table, ripping cigars. Oh Whatever. my gosh, it was the the pool hall shaped like a giant eight ball. I'm like, yeah, that place rocks. Like that's yeah. with kegs on kegs. Honestly, that's where we'd be. No, true. <laughs> we'd be truly. at the dive bar that's shaped, yeah, as, <laughs> that's shaped as an eight ball. Have you, were you ever in a fight when you were a kid? Either of you? Like a physical fight? No, I was, no. I. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I will say one time when this girl was bullying me and I did throw a can of Pringles at her chest. <laughs> like I literally, I had a can of Pringles and I was like, and I like truly like knocked right there. Obviously, <laughs> I, had to, I had to pull like a, do you remember there was like the green light, yellow light, like behavior tickets. Yeah. I had to pull a behavior ticket. But other than that, I'm, yeah, my, I'm not really, I'm not scrappy like that. Yeah. I, have you ever gotten in? Yeah. Have I've gotten in a couple of fights. I um have, uh, I once fought a kid on a playground because I forget why. I think, I don't know. I think they were just bullying like my sister or my friend or something. It was just something where it was like, and I wasn't being uh, like, that sounds heroic. Like I stepped in to protect somebody. I was somebody. about to say you were being brave, truthful and unselfish, Pinocchio. I was unselfish <laughs> with these fists. I was unselfish with the... <laughs> <laughs> with these bows um but it was more so just like I feel in moments like that growing I realize this young so I haven't fought anybody since I was like hit puberty probably but um I recognize young like when I would feel threatened or something I would my instinct would to be okay go crazy so that they're scared of you because you're not probably going to win a fight but if they think you're absolutely bonkers they'll leave you alone to which now I get nervous around violence because I'm like, what if that kicks in and I like like stab somebody or do something awful? And then I'm like, oh, I was reacting in the moment and I was scared and that's what I did. But um, I did fight, so I fought somebody at a uh, park once and then I also fought somebody like in our neighborhood by my grandmother's house. But both that times is, I was very, very young. You were like playing by Real Housewife rules before it, you're like, go psycho, <laughs> like go big. Truly. And then you don't have to, yeah. 
once we were getting i forget where we were we were it was by my grandmother's house like back so my grandmother lived on this hill you could go back into this like winding road of these people's house it was like a dead end it was like a cul-de-sac but beyond the cul-de-sac was like we thought it was a junkyard i truly think the person who lived in that house is probably hoarding cars or something because it was just like the place you dump shit like this is rural america so it's like yeah, go dump it on the hill um <laughs> And we were all back there like playing and kids were like smoking. This was like right before puberty. Um, kids would go back there to smoke cigarettes and stuff. And we're like, let's go back to the junkyard hill. And uh, we go back. There's kids who are much older than us and who are like ready to just intimidate whoever they found, I guess. And I remember getting so scared that my instinct was to like try to break a glass bottle <laughs> like I saw in a movie. You know what I mean? Like, they do that in movies. I'll do that. I break the glass bottle, fully cut my hand, fully like the the splinter goes down because, but they were also like, the fucking kid's cutting himself. <laughs> we got to get out of here. And th to that day, I was like, I see, I can't fight. It's, it's beyond. And I took like nine years of martial arts and everything. I thought any of that would kick in. None of it ever kicked in. Instead, I tried to break a glass bottle like I was on Coyote Ugly and <laughs> <laughs> fully cut my hand and I had to go explain why I have like, a one inch cut across my finger. Andrew, at the same time, Andrew and I's jaws like dropped. You're like, I broke the glass bottle. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was like, it, it breaks easy. If you ever try it, <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> like, and they were like, whatever, dude. And see, now I understand why I was excited about the fight tent because I've never been in a fight. And yeah. you're like, no, the fight tent's not fun. You don't know what can happen there. Like, but that is something you're boys do. Stay away from the fights. Yeah, that is something young boys do, though. They like to, like, be aggressive and roughhouse. And, like, it's like what, my favorite thing ever is in gym class where two guys are kind of, like, horsing around, but it gets serious. Yes. Like, it that is yeah. so... That to me is my heaven. That is my, just to watch two like guys kind of like rough house that is something that's already annoying and then watch it turn into like an embarrassing moment of fighting where they're then walking away like embarrassed that they took it that serious. Oh, I don't, I would, I. Well, cause there's such so a good. clear, there's such a clear moment where it's like, <laughs> like smiling. Yeah. It, there's the, that like, mo that shift. Yeah. into like a primal state of like and it's tangible it's in yes. the air you feel it you're not even involved you're like oh no you're like i have chills oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, that looks like it hurt oh no like oh. anyway being a boy must have been fun <laughs> sometimes sometimes it was <laughs> um so they turn into donkeys there's by the way the way they who who were all let me make sure. I watched a lot of stuff when I was high last night. And I'm thinking I'm mixing this up with something. When they go to Pleasure Island, are there a bunch of like shadowy figures that close the door with yes. glowing eyes that is never explained, right? Yep. Yeah. I have no idea. Fucking creepy as hell. And I thought, oh, this guy is going to be like the devil or something. We've already had a fairy. Why not have like this guy be a devil or, so, or like a demon? It's like a proto-dementor. I was literally going to say, I think J.K. Rowling stole the Dementors. From yeah. Tokyo. God, J.K. Rowling. Um, and then they that's, go into And a that's what'll finally cancel her. Andrew's going to come out and be like, and she stole. Now I finally have a case. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing she has any, like, moral. No, that's not who I am. I'm only a turf, a creative turf. <laughs> Like, oh, what God. about a plagiarizing turf, JK? <laughs> and I'm not JKing with you. <laughs> I need to get on Twitter right now. Yeah, you're coming for her. Honestly, yeah. We, we need a thread. You need a thread, a viral thread. <laughs> Here's why JK's waking not... up at noon. They're like, okay, I think Andrew, is he drunk? What yeah. is going on? I, by the way, who reads fly. these viral Twitter threads? I have never in my life, I read the first one and then I guess what the rest is and I move on with new knowledge. I'm like, did you guys know? And I don't even know. I've only read the first tweet. The worst is when I find myself in casual conversation being like, I read this article. And then I was like, <laughs> oh my, no, it was a tweet. <laughs> it was actually the first tweet of a Twitter thread. Yes. I read this article, wait, 
No. No, I didn't. I took a gummy and I went on a walk. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did my I did my thesis paper on the oh no 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 I I watched a YouTube conspiracy (laughs) (laughs) like for real though um so they do escape this and he has now he has donkey ears and a tail they go home and a and Geppetto's just moved immediately wild and then they say oh no 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 the, the blue fairy sends a letter, which by the way, the blue fairy must be like, why the fuck did I turn this this doll into a boy? This has been the most stressful three days of my life. She sends a letter that says, oh, Geppetto was just swallowed by a whale. We have no idea how it happened, where it happened, why the whole family's there, but he is swallowed by a whale named Monstro, um, who's a terrible and vicious whale and is now living in the belly of the beast. Determined to rescue his father, Pinocchio jumps into the sea, tied to a rock, accompanied by uh, Jiminy, who doesn't need to breathe underwater. Pinocchio is soon swallowed by uh, Monstro, where he reunites with Geppetto. Pinocchio devises a scheme to make uh, Monstro sneeze, giving them a chance to escape, and the scheme works, but enrages the whale, chasing them and smashing their raft. Pinocchio selfishly pull, or selflessly, pulls Geppetto into safety of a cave just as the monster crashes into it and Pinocchio is seemingly killed. Back home, Geppetto, Jiminy, Figaro, and Cleo mourn the loss of Pinocchio. However, the Blue Fairy revives Pinocchio and turns him into a real boy, getting rid of the Pleasure Island curse in the process. Um, Much to everyone's joy, as the group celebrates, Jiminy steps outside to thank the Blue Fairy and is rewarded a solid gold badge that certifies him as an official conscience. I was shocked because I knew the whale was coming. I knew that's also a big part of his story because they played Kingdom Hearts. And I had no idea that they weren't going to explain at all how he got into the whale. And I guess we don't need to know. You know, she does care a little bit less when instead of showing up to talk, (laughs) it's like, you know what? I'm going to write a letter, give it to a bird. And I'm going to stay up here in heaven or wherever I am. And they can kind of figure it out for themselves at this point because he's kind of fucked up enough for me to like really be invested in this like puppet at this point. I'm so dead, Andrew. She literally sent a text. Like she was like, I'm not, I'm not going all the way down there again. I'm not going. Every time I have, this is going to ruin my whole day. Yeah. Oh, this kid. It's like, I have a baby shower I'm supposed to go bless. Yeah. I have stuff. Now this kid looks like a donkey. Like, what's going on? And it oh, is so funny so to funny. think that, like, that's, like, Geppetto's move. It's like, I'm going to get a ship and go out to sea to look for Pinocchio, who, like, might be floating in no, the it's... water. Right? Like, that is, that's A to B. I don't know. Again, no. that's, like, that again that is like the logical jump maybe like that's how but it's again like but why is Cleo there like why everyone he literally took everyone he's like we're going on a boat like we're going to see (laughs) it makes no sense and also it's it's particularly hard to believe because we see so many shots of him walking the streets and almost catching Pinocchio. The the cart goes right past him. He like walks right past the uh the show where Pinocchio's like singing. Mm-hmm. Um so it leads you to think, oh, he's gonna find them somewhere. Like they're it's gonna be like Home Alone 2, uh mm-hmm. Lost in New York, where they're both walking through a place that they don't know and they see each other across like a long stretch and and uh that big park in the middle of New York. What is that called? Central Park? Central Park. <laughs> What's that called? What's that big park? Big middle park. <laughs> big middle park. The garden. Um, but then, no, he's just instead out to sea with the whole family and cobwebs have formed. Okay, again, the timeline for this movie is, it's, it is like truly 48 hours, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it, it, it is maybe mm. three days cobwebs already you've been gone for maybe 12 like truly maybe 12 hours like if because he was so you're just dirty is what you're telling us thank you (laughs) when they're peeking in the window there's like dust everywhere i'm like ew (laughs) (laughs) we just didn't notice before because you had all those candles that were distracted by these cuckoo clocks 
Oy. And also, by the way, and I hate to do this because I, I also play drums. So I, uh, um, though all of those cuckoo clocks were off, off rhythm. They were not calculating time at the same time. Some of them were half stepping. Some of them were double step, like unbelievable. Some of them were quarter mm. notes. Some of them were doing an absolute like drum roll. Oh, it needs to be said. He's, it, I mean, I think Geppetto is probably more of an artist than he is like a true. It's more about the mean? chaos than the it's actual right, time. Right, right. Which is why when all those mm. clocks were going off, he's laying in bed. He's like, let me check the time. And he like reaches over and grabs like a pocket watch or something. Like, but maybe that's the prequels that Geppetto's just like such a bad clockmaker. That's why like he never found love. That's why he's kind of <laughs> isolated in the town. It's pretty, it's a little bit more sad. Like <laughs> Pinocchio is just like he took mushrooms one night, and that's what all of Pinocchio <laughs> actually is. And we'll get that story, you know, in 2040. Yeah. They'll come out and be like, that's this is what was actually happening. It's it is... the Cruella remake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just called Geppetto. <laughs> it's interesting because to your point, he does obsessively talk about wanting to have a son. Like he talks about it so much, but he's making instead making toys, like trying to mm-hmm. make one. Mm-hmm. Um wild. So whenever they do fight, so Pinocchio ties himself to a rock. They throw themselves to the bottom of the sea. They're talking to all these fish, um, trying to find this. And all the fish are scared of this thing. I the part I turned away was how he gets into the the whale. I looked away for two seconds because it was so bored. And then I turned on. I was like, oh, they're in the whale, and the whale is having like a tidal wave in the whale's mouth. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea how that happened, and I didn't care to go back and see it. Um, but it was so weird to me that. They well, I should say it was weird. I thought it was a funny choice to just decide we're living in this whale now and we can have a fire in this whale. <laughs> like, how does the whale does the whale interpret that as like heartburn or like indigestion? Um, but he lights this huge fire, he they're sneezed out. The whale has an interesting way of swimming. I don't know if either of you noticed this. He swims on top of the water. <laughs> <laughs> The largest whale in the sea actually mm. glides on top of the water and skids Tokyo Drift style around a boulder formation and comes back. At- he can dive in, but for the most part, skimming right on top of the water. He's a surfer. He's a surfer. I really hope now that we've watched Pinocchio, we can look at all the movies made over the last, I don't know, 80 years and see so many things clearly pulled from Pinocchio, like like Tokyo Drift, like like shot <laughs> scenes that line up and we're like, wait, I see it now. Like yeah. that car was the whale. Uh, <laughs> but once again, it, like whiplash for like the drum thing being off to clocks. Like there's so many moments that everybody's like Pinocchio inspired this whole generation of filmmakers. It's it, like the it's I, like the Matrix where everyone's like, yeah, you know, if Pinocchio hadn't really happened, a lot of these other films would have never. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's good. Thank you for putting that out there, Yellow, because Pinocchio is the Matrix of the 1940s. Okay. Yeah, yes. it had to be said. <laughs> had to be said. It had to be acknowledged. Um, and then they make it home and he turns into a real boy. He's creepier as a real boy than he was as a as a doll. I did feel that. I He looked different than the other kids that he met on Pleasure Island. His, his like, skin was too, like, it looked like it was stretched, like it was made out of, like, clay or something he's like face tuned for sure like all the all the other kids are like yeah i will say this it's i mean i agree with you he probably he looks insane but he the second he got turned into a real boy i turned to andrew was like oh he's so cutie (laughs) (laughs) so maybe i'm a freak because like objectively he does look crazy but i'm like I mean, I thought, well, I will say the reason that I thought he looked so weird is because he looks like too, like the saturation on cuteness has turned too much up. Mm -hmm. So that's actually what was creeping to me is how aggressively cute he, he went from being really cute to being like, oh, oh, it's too cute now. They're trying too hard. But um, because Lampwick looked like a 40 year old in a child's body. When he spoke of that cigar, I was like, perfect. Makes total sense. <laughs> he, yeah, Lampwick looks... Also, that's an insane name. Lampwick? Yeah. Lampwick. 
like the wick inside of a lamp. I was lamp. Just to say, that's not a name. That's a thing. That's yeah. a real thing that exists. <laughs> kind of uh, like meet my- Stromboli. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Geppetto means something that none of us are clocking that we have no idea of. Oh, also, I just remembered this, but how fun that the bar that they were scheming at was called Red Lobster Inn. We were pretty fired <laughs> up about that. I completely missed that. Where is this? When they, when the coachman when, was like, yeah, Andrew, you go. <laughs> no, that's, that's the scene when the coachman's talking to like the fox in Gideon, like the outside, it says Red Lobster Inn. It has a big Red Lobster. We were like, okay, so maybe that restaurant has something to be apologized for too, stealing their name from this movie. Okay, okay, okay. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We did say that QAnon was taking all of their conspiracy theories from this movie. Including including the child grooming Illuminati. Who do they always say is in the Illuminati? Beyonce. Where Where does does she go? She'll take her ass to Red Lobster. Now... (laughs) I'm freaking out. Do your own research. <laughs> do your own this recording. research. I think, we, I think we might. We I don't know if we want this out in the world. We might. Well, I don't know if we I'm, can I'm release like, it. <laughs> there's a red. There's like a red laser dot on my forehead. All of a sudden, you're like Daniela. Daniela. Uh, two people show up. They're like, we need you to come to the insurrection trial right now. This okay. That would be actually insane. If like Q, like right, if like the person, the like person on 4chan, Q Chan, yeah. whatever, that's just like dropping these is like making yeah, shit up. Yeah, that is is literally like watching the Disney classics and it's like, yeah, I guess. Like it's like, <laughs> it's, like sure that tra- like that's insane. They have they're like on YouTube and they're put it like <laughs> Or are they one of those like fake documentary YouTube like podcasty uh, setups? They're like, if you turn up the brightness in the shot in the back at the Red Lobster Inn, you can see Beyonce and Jay Z, and it's like a 1940s rendition of Beyonce. <laughs> They're and <Jay-Z>. like, <laughs> she's in the cat suit. It's, like... <laughs> it's Solange just Wait, had is... like boxing gloves in the back. <laughs> <laughs> is Pinocchio one of those Disney movies that has one of those like? Set, like was it Lion King as like sex in the clouds or the smoke? You know what I'm talking about? There's like those yeah. Like, oh, is Pinocchio like, one of those movies? I don't know. I think that stuff was like like a 90s trend of seeing those things as to whether or not they were I don't know. Every time I look okay. at them, I'm like okay, if it is a penis, it's it didn't jump out. It's not doing a great job. Of right, out. right. That makes sense. It's all the later I would imagine. Stuff. Yeah, okay. Um then again, who knows? You're right, because they didn't really try to hide it in this movie. They just kind of called stuff Pleasure Island. They just <laughs> really went for it. They didn't need to elude or hide anything from us. For real. Oh, my God. Um, and then we get to the essentially the end of the movie. They, they're they all happy family. Um, he goes out and sings When You Wish Upon a Star and um, gets that little stupid badge. And the movie ends. Yeah. It did feel, I was like, okay. With, like, the, I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure at the time that this was revolutionary, I'm sure at the time people were like, whoa, like this is animated movies where this is like the second one, effectively. Mm-hmm. But now, oh, I think how it can go, honey. Yeah. This party just, somebody put on the lights, we're like, okay, and we're done. I'm like, well, okay, we're in the middle of the electric slide. Thank you so much. <laughs> God. Um, have, have they remade this movie? Like, has this been redone in the last? Oh, this has not been redone, but they do have a live action one coming to Disney Plus, which I would love to have you back on if we ever do that season <laughs> where we do live actions. And I think Geppetto's... I'm going to demand that we be the guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Geppetto is playing. I hate to put that out there, but I have to be. I need to be a part of it. Now, here's the thing, though. Now, I was not excited because I, I I always remember Pinocchio as being like, okay, who cares? You know, like, it's an old movie that doesn't really hold up as much. The cast for the remake, though, I got to say. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <It's> Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet plays every boy on Pleasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> They just give him different hair colors and different, like, <laughs> regional accents. 
Geppetto is played by Tom Hanks. What? Yeah. Okay. The Blue Fairy is played by Cynthia Erivo. Hell yeah. The coachman, or the like the devil child molestery guy, <laughs> is played by Luke Evans. The voice of Jiminy Cricket, brace yourself. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh. A voice. <laughs> Just pissed. I he thought log- that would he I logs off. He logs off the chat. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> sorry, you sorry. close it though, and then we hear you rant about how he's taking everything from you. <laughs> he gets every roll. He gets every roll. He doesn't have that much range. Come on. You know why sorry, they didn't make my... Rob in the movie? Because he wasn't. Good. <laughs> I gotta let that go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, Honest John is played, uh, voiced by Keegan-Michael Key. And then, oh, I don't recognize anybody else. Wait, who's Pinocchio? Some child actor named Benjamin Evan Ainsworth. Whatever. (laughs) Um, Oh, he was in The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, he's kind of a creep. As far That's... as a kid actor goes, he's very good at playing like yeah. creepy kids. He he played a really creepy kid in that in that show. If you had said Jacob Tremblay, if the boy from the room was playing Pinocchio, then I would <laughs> I would it would have been it would have been a lock for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so fi- so we wrapped up the movie. Any takeaways? Any final thoughts on this before we answer some very very important questions? I appreciate watching this. I think it had some good moments in the Disney universe. Full disclosure, I didn't know what movie Jiminy Cricket was a part of. I kind of like, that's just a character that's existed and I wouldn't have been able to tell you that's in Pinocchio. So it was kind of fun to see his story and I'm glad I saw it, but it is a dark movie. If I had kids, I would probably not put it in the queue for them to watch until they were a little bit older. Yeah. Also, kids now need so much stimulation that they would they would pass away trying to watch this movie. It's I yeah. this that's what I had this thought a couple times watching it too, where I was like, this really does, and I feel like Snow White's a little like this too. Dumbo is definitely one that I feel like is like this too, where it really felt like it was more about breakthroughs in actual animation. Like where they were like, it's so crazy that we can do a full underwater scene with all of these like fish and the like sea anemones or whatever, like bumping up and down, then it really is about any plot moment. Yeah. And it really, I mean, this movie true, like the cuckoo clocks, like all of these mm-hmm. long drawn out scenes that are really just kind of about like the environmental, like stimuli happening around it. I'm like, this really was just a bunch of, truly a bunch of nerds with colored pencils being like it's crazy that i can make this happen (laughs) and i think it was dylan on when we did snow white said that these old animations like they used to animate first the animators would like do the whole story and then they would attach a script to it because it was to your point like the animation was what people cared about that they could do these and there was a scene where jiminy is hopping towards geppetto's thing at the very beginning where I could see that they somehow, and I don't know how they did it, but like they animated him hopping twice. And then on the third hop, it was a different pane where you could see further into his home. And it almost looked like, it it, it looked like 3D before 3D. And I, I was like, oh, wow, that would have been, that would have knocked my socks off. That one, I feel like that like shot that you're talking about is yeah. so cool too because it's like the camera hop it's like the like a pov mm. shot and i was like yeah this is cool like the, yeah there were moments like that but um, the water i feel like with the whale doing tokyo drift on top of the ocean but i feel like there some of the wave action felt like that too like this is yeah. probably the first time they did big wave movement stuff like wild that. and then to your point on um where jimmy yeah i always associate and which is wild that I didn't realize he was in this movie this much. I thought he came in at the beginning, was the narrator, and then like wrapped it all up at the end. I didn't realize that there's full like 20 minutes of us watching him run down different cobblestone streets. Um, But there was a lot of things he said in his voice choices that made me think they took those and applied them to Mickey Mouse. He sounded a lot like Mickey Mouse at certain points where he'd be like, the way he would laugh or the way he would be like, oh boy. Oh. Wild. Um, 
So I wonder, I didn't care enough to look it up, but much I, like when I read that Twitter thread, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I did have that thought, so that must be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read someone's dissertation on Jiminy Cricket. And <laughs> and there's there's a lot of the story they're not telling you. There's a lot <laughs> of the story that you're not getting. The other thing about Jiminy Cricket is they, um, he, at the very, very beginning, when he like go, like hops down to the Pinocchio book, there's the Alice in Wonderland book behind him as well. And there's like a couple other storybooks behind him too. And so I was like, is the insinuation that like Jiminy Cricket is like, is he wow. Walt Disney? Like, is he like, yeah. like he is the like curator of this Disney universe that's like collecting these stories, telling them. But yeah, there's the, I, I only saw the Alice in Wonderland book, but I was like, huh. He's Thanos. Yeah, exactly. He's Thanos of the early mm-hmm. Disney. And he is the conscious that we should all trust and believe in fully without doubt or question. Yeah, if he wakes up, it is there on time. Um, <laughs> so let's ask some questions at the end of this. We have these questions that we ask at the end of every podcast. They evolve and they change. So they might be different for the last time you're here, Andrew, but they're um, how Disney is this? And they're sort of commonalities we see a lot within Disney movies, peppered with some just fun ones for us. Um, so who in this film, well, Let's start with here. Is there um, an element of an orphan story or an absentee parent story happening in this film? Kind of. I mean, he is there, but like where? He's kind of wandering around in the rain for most of the film. Well, it's almost inverted too, where it's like Geppetto is the orphan, right? Like Geppetto is the person without a family. And then that man, I will say this, he can't catch a break right Geppetto's the one that really but yeah I mean there's an element of like missing family speaking of animation when that butter was melting on that piece of fish in front of that cat I was so hungry for that shit Mm. I was like that fish looks I don't even care if it has the head on it that fish looks good yeah the food that feast yeah um and then would we say Geppetto has hot dad energy my guy Geppetto I'm so sorry I'm so sorry it's not it's not for me you know what I'm saying it's it's a little too whoa, 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 whoa. you know what I mean he's a very safe man he's got like safe dad energy which is hot safe safe dad, yeah. <laughs> he'd, show, he'd show up to work every day you know he's gonna be around but no he's not he's not hot dad he's not gonna go out and have fun he's not going to pleasure island for himself you know what would be the worst thing about being a parent is knowing that we talked about fighting when you're a parent, like it's your job to protect other people at that point. Like Oof. that shit must be so no wonder parents are so stressed. That shit must be fucking stressful. Yeah. That's Ugh. the reason why parents are so afraid of everything is because like it becomes their job to protect you from everything. And then they're like, you can't walk home from the bus alone. Something could happen. Yeah. Oh I will God. say this. But no, this whole movie would not have happened if Geppetto had just walked his damn kid to school. <laughs> you walk your one That's day it. old to school. Yeah. Literally. You could have saved, saved yourself all of this frustration. So also, yeah. like I don't know. I'm taking it all back. I've I had <laughs> such sympathy for Geppetto until just I'm like, wait a minute. He's a bad dad. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does kind of fucking suck <laughs> no um, lunch but an apple for the teacher you know by the way when that wolf ate that apple immediately i was like bold <laughs> it's like not only are you gonna kidnap me you're gonna eat my apple first oi mm. um if you could replace any voice actor in this film with rosie o'donnell and danny devito who would they be? I'll go first to give you some time to think. Um, so when it comes to Danny DeVito, my instinct, and I think it might be right, is to replace the coachman with Danny DeVito. Because it needs a, a, a unique voice that is that interesting. Um, and then for Rosie, honestly, I'm going to replace the Blue Fairy with Rosie. I knew you were going to I want to hear the Blue Fairy. I want to hear Rosie. As the blue fairy. 
I wouldn't change the animation or anything. I would just think it'd be funny to have like kind of an almost New York accent coming mm-hmm. out of the, the blue fairy. <laughs> so those are my choices. Andrew, do you want to go or do you need more time? Yeah, I, uh, I'll i take DeVito in another role that I think he could slide into nicely, which is Lampwick. I think he could have played Lampwick. That's kind of what he does on Always Sunny anyway. Yeah. I feel like he kind of <laughs> is that, that character. Um, so I think that's natural casting choice for him. And then Rosie, I I mean, I guess we'll go, I guess we'll go Pinocchio. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like not? that, like, I feel like that would be more captivating and enticing and add more humor to just like, Pinocchio wasn't a funny character and that would be nice to have a little bit more like comedic timing, I think. Ooh, I, that is crazy to think that it's like, if Pinocchio was funny, maybe we'd like him more, you know? We absolutely would. I'm saying, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, okay, I would replace Jiminy Cricket with Danny DeVito. <laughs> only, only because, to, I will say this, he does, um, in Hercules, he voices the like curmudgeonly, yes, the curmudgeonly mentor. Yes. And that role is iconic. Yeah. So I think it fucking works. I think it would make a little bit more. It'd be funny too, because Jiminy Cricket's kind of horny. He's kind (laughs) of bad at his job. I just think that'd be really fun. The whole movie up top, if we get When You Wish Upon a Star and it's Danny DeVito singing it, that's a completely different film we're watching. Like we're giggling, we're having fun. We're like, oh, we get it now. When you win. I love that. Yes. Love it. Um, and then for Rosie, I'm saying oof, this is tough because the blue fairy. Obviously, my first inclination is blue fairy too. I'm I'm with that. Um, but I say we give Cleo a voice for once, and <laughs> we give Cleo a voice. We make it Rosie. Um, yeah, yeah. And I want her to be like the fish in Cat in the Hat, the movie that pops up out of the water to speak. <laughs> yeah. And that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Where's their love story? Exactly. Um, in this film, is there an element of uh, rich people trying to have sex with poor people? Okay, now I don't want to have to go there, but I do have to address the most problematic element of this film, Pleasure Island. There's yeah. a lot of money. There's a lot of money on Pleasure Island. They make a theme park just for these badass kids to like destroy. And I don't quite understand why they're being turned into donkeys. I mean, I know we have that that through line or that plot line, but it seemed problematic enough to check a yes on this question. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. poor kids. Which by the way, we just leave and then are happily ever after. Best of luck in the mines. Yeah, yeah, there's... Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. I have. I literally I have so, nothing. It's like it's, it's so. It's not even funny. It's yeah. bad. Right. That's sad. kind of where I'm at. Like I don't really have much to say. It's just. Like, it's so like I remember. It, I know it. we're going back to it, but it was so shocking to me. I was laying on bed. I was laying in my bed and I was watching this, and I was like, "There's no way. There's no way this is what I think it's going to be." And then they say Pleasure Island. Oh. It. Yeah. I. It like true there was like that scene in the bar and then when they're like actually in the pleasure island and turning into the donkeys the crazy dementor looking things like trapping them in there I was like oh yeah that's why this movie scared the shit out of me when I was a child because it's scary like this is creepy it literally is like if you're a kid and you make one mistake you're going to pleasure island yeah yeah truly well, it's also the bar scene specifically so unsettling because it's like you already have these two established like dark bad characters that have already misled the character once and they are terrified of working with this guy. So it's like this next level of hell, which is like they already took a, you know, tricked a kid out of school and they're like, I'm pretty uncomfortable with this. It's like that leads me to believe it's something so much darker. Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, is there... Last question that we have, is there any movie, is there any quote or scene from this film that if, well, let me put it this way. If you had to get one quote or like sort of scene as a tattoo on your lower back from this film, 
what would it be? I'll go first to give you some time to think because I also need to think about this. Um, part of me wants to get the the blue pigeon flying down and dropping that scroll <laughs> right down my butt crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's, because there's no quotes. I mean, yeah. Like, Welcome to Pleasure Island. Like what's going to be your quote? <laughs> like just, there's nothing here that I can think of at least. Um, yeah, I kind of have a similar answer because there's not a lot of memorable quotes in the movie for me, but I would probably get when you wish upon a star but then the three lines like shooting off of the star kind of wrap down centrally and like drop down into my butt crack and then so they're like if you like follow your finger and read it you can like drag down and like when you wish upon a star and then your finger just you know that's kind of my thought if if i'm doing like a hot lower back tattoo yeah yeah yeah. of course okay i think i would get I think so lower back tattoo I do think I would get something that it's like you know like and they don't come back as boys like <laughs> like just kind of on my lower back just kind of be like yeah just kind of like once you've had this you trust me you'll be a little different like, I, I, I just thought of something else I would have changed I want that woman from the cuckoo clock but she's spanking me instead of her yes! oh that's good <laughs> whenever you talked about the finger tracing I was like Oh, yeah, we have a full cuckoo clock where somebody gets spanked here. Well, thank you both so much. Any advice you would give to anybody watching this, especially adults who are watching this, maybe with their kids for the first time, or they're just, you know, putting it on to sort of see what it's about. Any advice that you would give them for their watch through from an adult perspective? I would say, do not watch it with your children. No. And then I would also say, get really high and watch it. Mm -hmm. And get a little scared and see what happens and get and get a little scared feel the fear i will say this the next time the next time any one of my nearest and dearest says that they're moving to la that they're moving to new york that they're leaving me (laughs) i'm gonna sit them down show them this movie (laughs) and say this is what happens baby this is what happens when you think that you can just go off and be an actor that's another this is the biz. <laughs> That's another good lower back tattoo. What is it? Why would an actor need a conscious? <laughs> that is good. That is good. <laughs> My advice would be actually the opposite to Andrew. So write in and tell us which works for you. I would not watch this high because I tried and I failed. Um, I would say get a craft. Have something to occupy you as you watch this, because mm. it is what I would also agree with you, though, Andrew, that no kids should watch this film. Um, And also, you know, I feel if anything, this is just sort of a lesson on um, how to parent properly. Yeah. You know, walk to your point, Daniela, walk your kids to school because mm. you never know. And also, by the way, quick question at the end. All the animals talk and nobody thinks that's weird. Yeah. And they fully dress and wear top hats and I'm yeah, also it's like ugh, And some of the know. animals don't yeah. in the same universe too. Yeah. I'm like getting pissed off now. Yeah, <laughs> rap, I literally yeah, I had a moment you, you know what? Geppetto JGL Pinocchio. got me fired up earlier, but now I'm really ready to go. <laughs> Geppetto and Pinocchio deserve each other. They're they deserve each other. Stupid. <laughs> what we need to do is we need to we need to save Cleo. We need to get her out of there. Thank she you. is she is too hot to be held down by these absolute dummies. Yes. Well, thank you both so much for watching this with me. Thank and reviewing you. It. it was so yeah, fun. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is the Trident network.com and also don't forget to follow disney adult on instagram at at disney.adult.podcast